0: Welcome to Your Atomic Potential with host Chris Bell, a show designed for you where life and leadership cross paths, a show where small changes lead to large growth. Are you ready to unleash your atomic potential? Welcome to the next episode of Your Atomic Potential. I want to thank you for joining. If you're finding this podcast of value and you're following us from the start, that's amazing. Thank you very much for being one of the early adopters to this. And I would ask that if you can jump into iTunes and just give it a like and give it a review, it'll really help for those other people who might want to have the opportunity to see this podcast and get it towards the top of the charts. Just makes it new, up and coming, and it creates more opportunity for that to land on other people's pages. So, As an early adopter and an early listener, I hope that I can ask that of you and that you'll follow through with it, and I greatly appreciate it. Maybe you don't listen on iTunes and you're on a different platform, and that's okay as well. I do want to apologize. I have a bit of sinuses kind of going on as the weather shifts here, Um, and you know, it just comes with it. I can wait for it to clear, or I can just get this podcast done, and we talked about execution in a recent podcast, so that's where we're at today. Let's just execute. So today, I want to talk about difficult choices. Throughout our life, we're going to be faced with many difficult choices. and Difficult choices are a problem for us because they bring up difficult emotions. Every choice has an emotion and that really comes down to whether you execute or don't execute. But I really want to talk deeper into this emotion side and what goes on with ourselves and our brains and what happens. See, when we have a difficult emotion, we're struggling with whether we're being a people pleaser or an aggressive individual at that point in time. We don't want to do something because it might be too aggressive, We might upset people. But we also want to make sure that we make everybody happy at the same time. And that's kind of a struggle, because what we do in that situation is we start to forget about ourselves. So when you have your next difficult decision to make, I want you to stop and think a little bit about what we'll call threshold of control. So here's a tactic for you right now. I want you to do it right now, not when the next time it comes up or when the next opportunity comes up. I want you to draw a circle. And inside that circle, you're going to mark uh, kind of an X in the center to represent you and then a bunch of other little Xs around inside of that circle. This is your threshold of control. This is the area that you can actually make impact on right now. And that is on your day-to-day actions, on the things that we take part in, If you're making a decision on something, that decision is part of your threshold of control. Some of the actions that can take place after you make the decision moving forward are part of your threshold of control. But we can never fully, fully control the outcome of any decision that we make. You must make a decision, put things into action, and then remake decisions as time goes on based on new information that comes along. But the reality is we often stop. We often stop for what's next. I want you to draw a bigger circle around that threshold of control circle. And you're going to put a couple of X's outside of there. These are, I've heard it called a bunch of things, but we're going to call it a gremlin. So we're going to have this gremlin outside of our circle of control. And the distance between those two circles is what I'm going to start to call the story phase. This is where you're afraid to make a decision inside of that initial circle because of this gremlin on the outside circle. So you'll start to build a story of what that looks like for you. We'll start to devise a story and this is normal human condition. This normal human condition will create a story about what might happen should we make a decision. And then based on our past experiences, we can start to magnify that story. And you can make that story something very big. So if you've been struggling to get a promotion at work and you've been passed up several times, you're going to generate a story or a possible giant narrative that supports why you didn't get that. And that story usually looks along the lines of, they passed me up again, this is unfair, I put in all the work, I can't believe that they can't see value in me. I work so hard, but nobody appreciates me. Multiple things along this line. So I'll give you a story that happened to me. Early in my career in engineering, I worked for a large uh, polyurethane company, and I had a lot of people around me that were getting promotions, and I couldn't understand it. I had taken on several projects. The projects were always successful. I created massive success from them, but I couldn't get a promotion. Yet yeah, I watched the guy next to me take on about 15 projects and fail at 13 of them. Now, when it came time for me to have one of my very first reviews and sit down with a plant manager, and we worked in a large plant at the time, probably over 500 people working there in total, I remember sitting down with him and trying to justify that my promotion or my raise was not as good as it should have been based on the outcome of my projects. And I openly said to that individual, this is unfair. When I look over at person X, they had a bundle of projects that were nothing but failures. Well, this is because I chose projects based on fear. I feared failure. I feared making a mistake. Making a mistake wasn't okay. So I picked the easy projects. I picked low-hanging fruit. I picked opportunities looking back now that I knew would be successful. And I thought that this showed success, and I I thought that this showed how smart I was. I thought that this showed the best way to achieve the job. And that plant manager at the time told me what that other individual did was learn 13 ways of how not to do something, but was willing to step into a fear zone and try new things and experiment, and that's where growth takes place. And I didn't quite understand it really at that stage. I thought I did, but I didn't understand it to the tune of what I do now. This is when the manager even told me, you know, at one time I had a dent in every robot in this corporation because I was willing to try hard things and risk the odd mistake in order to learn from it. I was like, okay, I get that. Now, I'm not sure that the right way to go about that is what I did, which is go downstairs and the very next day actually crash a robot so hard that it caused hours of downtime and had to cut a line apart and damage a mold and cause about $20,000 in damage. That was when another lesson came into play, when that manager came down and said, okay, well, you tried. Did you learn from it? Yep, I learned A, B, and C. Okay, so that's a learning thing, and that's a great opportunity. Learn from it. However, you make the same mistake twice, then that's an issue, because that's a mistake. That's not learning, so don't crash it again. <clears throat> well, that put me back into a bit of a fear mode at the time, but looking back now, I fully understand this manager's thought process about growth. And about how you're going to make mistakes and that when we make decisions made from, made from fear we're always going to make a wrong decision so we can generate a story about that gremlin that lays outside of our control based on the experience that took place now the problem is outside of our circle of control or a threshold of control we're going to look at all these gremlins And we're going to create these stories that don't allow us to jump outside or expand that threshold of control. So, I'm going to ask you, what is some big story you've told yourself lately that has stopped you from jumping outside of that circle control and growing yourself into somebody bigger and better than who you are today? I want you to find a way to release and remove that energy from that gremlin that can step outside. You need a new evaluation of what or where you think you should be in life as well. Because that is another big problem that falls into this. We often have this thought process of where we think we should be in our life based on social media, based on friends, based on people around us. You create this whole thought process and story of where you think you should be in your life career-wise Money-wise, family-wise, parent-wise, and that story is holding you back from actually executing. So here's my another example. Here's another example. I'm actually in between jobs at this point in time. I have the small your atomic potential business, and I do a bit of life coaching, and I have a few clients right now, and that fills my heart because that job in that role is something that's a passion of mine, and I appreciate and love helping others. And love watching people make a step forward through things. That fills my heart and my soul. I'm in a career change and I'm back in school. And I'm a couple of weeks into this new schooling when I get a phone call. And all of a sudden I have the opportunity for a contract job. I can go in and consult for a couple of months and make a significant amount of money. Now my previous stories I've told myself was that money is so important to livelihood. It's so important to supplying my family and to making us happy. This is my old story. My story of money being so important. And without it, I'm going to have no control of myself, my universe, and those around me. So the opportunity comes up. It's significant money. And I tell the individual that, let me think about it. Let me get some more details on this. Because this is a 10,000 foot view call right now. I need to know what hours we're looking for, what the job looks like. So I start doing digging because I fall back to my old habits. Which is without extra money, I'm not going to be happy. Takes me a couple of minutes to step back and realize that this story I'm building for myself is a comfortable story. It's a place of comfort to go back into this industry And solve problems for other people and get paid to do it. It's where my expertise lies. It's what I'm good at. And it's an easy way to make a good chunk of money. But that isn't my future. That's not the future I'm designing for myself. So the ability to change my mindset nowadays and stop and think about what my future will be. And right now, that is controlling my schooling but not knowing the outcome I don't know if I'm going to get a new job in this completely different role it's a totally different career in fact at my age I'm a little older for someone to jump into this new career as I go back to school and that's a bit scary but I'm not going to sit here and tell myself a story that I can't have that job I'm not going to get that job I'm already old so that's impossible I'm already further along in my career so that's not going to get me in this role There's a lot of young guys fighting for this type of a position and it seems weird to change roles and change jobs and change careers this significantly. But that's not the case. The new story I'm telling myself is I have all this career information, all this background in engineering, project management, all of my scuba diving, all of my cave diving, technical diving, and everything I've learned in life to this point to bring me to the next step in my life. So I'm okay with controlling what I can in my circle, which is bigger than it used to be. I'm okay with looking out and saying, there's a gremlin out there, and I'm not sure what the answer is to that, but I'm not going to build a story that says I can't do it. I'm going to design a future that says I can. Now that's talking on high levels and difficulties. Even in my younger days in my career, the difficult choice and the difficult emotion would tie together when it came to purchasing a refrigerator. As an engineer who needs all kinds of data and all kinds of information to make a decision, it wouldn't be difficult for me to sit down and spend three days on the internet looking up what the best possible refrigerator is for my bang, for my buck, for my money. Because I want my refrigerator to last as long as possible, I want all the options that are available, and I want to spend the least amount of money I can, but still have a high quality refrigerator. Three days. Seriously, think about this for a minute, because the emotional tie to it of making a wrong decision is a refrigerator that might die in 14 years instead of 15. How does that affect me today? It really doesn't. I just need a damn square box that keeps some stuff cold so I don't lose that much money in food. That's all. Yep, back in my early career, I literally went without a refrigerator for three days because I couldn't make a decision on which refrigerator to buy, because I wanted the perfect decision And I didn't want the emotions that were tied to that, which is, what if I made a wrong decision? Talk about some bullshit that we can tell ourselves. Now, I'm not saying every one of you listening today out there has this issue or has gone through this issue. But some of you might have. And hopefully you can peel a piece of information away from this, a little bit of a nugget. And that you can relate to maybe taking three days to buy a refrigerator. Maybe you're the opposite person. Maybe you're someone who goes out and buys a refrigerator and doesn't think about it gets at home, and then has an emotional issue later, or maybe you just don't even care, and good for you if that's where you're at today, and that you're able to do these things. I can appreciate an individual that can pull the trigger on something that quickly, and it's taken me a long time to get there and start thinking about how to simpleize stuff. It just keeps things cold and frozen. That's all. Is it black? Is it white? Does it fit in my kitchen? Will it fit in the space? Make a decision. Here's the thing. You make a decision, and if it turns out to be the wrong decision 14 years later, you make a new decision. That's all there is to it. Life isn't about whether your decision and the outcome is perfect. Life is about actually making the decision and then watching the outcome take place. And if it turned out to be the wrong decision, guess what? You get to stop, evaluate it, and make a new decision. Because sitting back and making no decision at all, while you're filled with emotion, and you're worried about the emotion of the future, is the worst decision you can ever make. I'm going to give you one more example. And this one, maybe for the men listening and the women listening, you can chuckle back and forth. But I can't tell you how many men I know that talk or complain about trying to take their wife out for supper, and they don't know where to take them. Or they joke about how their wife says that they don't care where they go. And then they pick a spot. And they tell them let's go here no i don't want to go there and they pick another spot no i don't want to go there in fact i even joked at one point in time that i'd open a restaurant called i don't care and the reality is for guys just make a decision take your spouse take your wife take your girlfriend and take them to dinner don't be the people pleaser they don't want to make the decision at that point in time they want you to step up sometimes and make a decision they want you to just pick a restaurant and go. And if it turns out to be the wrong decision and the food was meh, guess what? You make a new decision the next time you go out. Now, I'm not saying this doesn't mean women don't have input or don't want input. I hope I didn't offend any of you. But the reality is I'm sure some of you can relate that you get tired of having to make a decision, especially for married women. And if they're dealing with kids and family and meals, that that's the one time they get the opportunity to, to let go and not have to make a decision and just show up and have a great meal. So I'm asking you when you can't make a decision around a meal based on the emotion of the potential outcome. What's the big deal? It's just a meal. It's either going to be good food or crappy food, but you're going to be there with your spouse or even with friends. If it's a decision to go out for a beer with friends, just make a decision and go. If it ended up crappy, that doesn't matter. It's about being with the people that you're with and you make a new decision the next time. I hope some of this has given you some insight into the ability between difficult choices and difficult emotions, but understand that it all comes to the same thing. Every choice will trigger an emotion, and every emotion will trigger an action or an inaction, and whether you take action or inaction, that's a decision, and the outcome is according to that. If you do nothing, then don't be upset by the outcome that comes around from it. If you do something, then expect the outcome. And if the outcome wasn't what you wanted, start the decision process again. That's okay. It's a complete circle. In fact, it's more like a figure eight. And it just keeps going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. There is no end. You got a million more decisions to make the rest of your life. So, will you start making them now? Or will you be stuck with the emotion? I say, make a decision. Who cares if you screw up? I'm going to screw up a lot more things as we go along. Heck, I screwed up a few things in this podcast and that's okay. I hope everybody has a great day. I hope everybody has a great week. Thanks for tuning in. If you're finding value in this podcast, please remember to give it a quick share. Please remember to direct people towards it. And you can also find me on youratomicpotential.com. It's actually my landing page. There's a link to the Spotify in here. There's a link to Facebook men's tribe on that page as well as the ability to reach out for me for a one-on-one call if you ever want to get to that point and have discussions about stuff. I'm available for people to help with growth and a growth mindset. So thanks for tuning in for this episode of Your Atomic Potential. Have a great week, everyone.